1: Good risings. I'm Jackie.
0: And I'm Brian.
1: And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're on day two of our week talking immunity boosting. We got the week started yesterday by having a conversation about the terrain, the condition of our body when it comes into contact with the virus. Today, we're digging into nutrition's impact on immunity.
0: I'll begin by mentioning that researchers now know that a significant percentage of our immune system resides in our gut. The microbial flora, our good gut bacteria, and their metabolites influence physiological function, particularly metabolism, local mucosal homeostasis, inflammation, and interactions between a number of bodily systems.
1: Dr. Patrick Hannaway writes for the Institute of Functional Medicine. The most recent research identifies cytokines as crucial moderators in the maintenance of intestinal homeostasis. These small proteins, secreted in the gut, support intestinal homeostasis by governing key cellular processes like cell death, proliferation, molecular transport, and inflammatory responses against pathogens. Cytokines can modulate the division of epithelial cells and assign appropriate immune cells to establish feedback loops.
0: And negative changes in the microbial composition as a result of poor diet, alcohol, or antibiotic intake or due to pre existing genetic factors, can lead to dysbiosis in the gut and deregulation of the cytokine signatures. Associative links exist in the research between alterations in the microbiome and immune health, as well as some chronic immune metabolic disorders. So, managing a healthy gastrointestinal microbiome is key in ensuring our body's ability to properly respond to antigens. And gut health is all about nutrition. Focus on a diet rich in fiber, cruciferous vegetables, dark leafy greens, fruits, legumes, whole grains, and healthy fats. Gut bacteria love fermented foods like kimchi, sauerkraut, miso, yogurt, kefir, and kombucha.
1: This is where we mention keeping alcohol intake to a minimum. It suppresses our beneficial gut bacteria. It can overwhelm our liver and it can cause dehydration. We wanna be kind to our liver as it is responsible for filtering our blood, breaking down harmful fats and removing excess cholesterol and toxins. Kale, broccoli and cabbage can help increase your liver's ability to naturally detox. A big part of that process is adequate hydration. The Mayo Clinic gives a baseline of 3.7 liters of water per day for men, 2.7 liters a day for women, That's based on average body weight and includes about 20% coming from foods. Activity levels, how much you're sweating, move those numbers up or down, but not much.
0: Every tissue and organ in our bodies depends on water. It helps to carry nutrients and minerals to our cells, and it keeps our mouth, nose, and throat moist, which is a key component of avoiding illness. Keep in mind, water in and of itself is not true hydration. I know that sounds crazy. But our bodies require minerals in line with the water in order to properly hydrate. Any clean water is better than no water at all, obviously. But in the best case scenario, we're removing all the additives from our tap water with the reverse osmosis filter and then we're reintroducing a measured amount of minerals to our water by way of mineral drops, like CMD mineral drops if this isn't an option for you try the same but using an everyday brita filter
1: so we're taking care of our gut health we're drinking plenty of water we're keeping our alcohol intake to a minimum what's next we want to avoid consuming anything that causes unnecessary inflammation in our bodies for many reasons but primarily because it limits the effectiveness of our white blood cells so we're avoiding all refined sugars and refined carbs
0: As far as carbs go, the refining process happens when the grain is milled, removing the bran and germ. This process improves the shelf life of the grain and gives it a finer texture, but it removes the B vitamins and the iron and the dietary fiber. A few common refined carbs include white bread and tortillas, bagels, waffles, and pastries, most breakfast cereals, white rice, and pizza.
1: Right, and all added sugars in foods are unnecessary. We always advocate avoiding them in general. But in terms of refined sugars, we're primarily looking at classic white sugar and high fructose corn syrup. You'd be shocked at the foods you'll find this stuff in. Everything from pasta sauces to granola, sodas and smoothies to fruit juices. Labels and titles of food lie. This is where checking the ingredients is key. Keep a close eye on what's being used to sweeten your food. Avoid all the oses, fructose, dextrose, maltose, and sucrose, anything called syrup or molasses, and anything generically referred to as sweetened or sweetener.
0: We'll wrap it up with supplements. Vitamin D is arguably the most important supplement we can mention, in part because so many people are deficient and researchers are beginning to present claims, in fact almost unanimously, that current recommended supplementation dosages are significantly under what's actually necessary. What's suggested is 400 to 800 IU. What's actually beneficial is something closer to 4,000 IU. Vitamin D supplementation has been found to be non-toxic up through 50,000 IU daily. I'm not suggesting that you take 50,000 IU daily. I personally take 10,000 IU daily.
1: Consider the fact that vitamin D levels in the blood are considered sufficient at 20 NG per ML, but levels over 30 can prevent falls, fractures, and even fend off some cancers. And by the way, we wanna be taking D3, not D2 or generic D.
0: Next, we have zinc. According to the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, it is clear that zinc affects multiple aspects of the immune system, from the barrier of the skin to gene regulation within lymphocytes. Zinc is crucial for normal development and function of cells mediating nonspecific immunity such as neutrophils and natural killer cells. Zinc deficiency also affects development of acquired immunity by preventing both the outgrowth and certain functions of T-lymphocytes such as activation, Th1 cytokine production, and B-lymphocyte help. The macrophage, a pivotal cell in many immunologic functions, is adversely affected by zinc deficiency, which can dysregulate intracellular killing, cytokine production, and phagocytosis. The effects of zinc on these key immunologic mediators is rooted in the myriad roles for zinc in basic cellular functions such as DNA replication, RNA transcription, cell division, and cell activation. Apoptosis is potentiated by zinc deficiency. Zinc also functions as an antioxidant and can stabilize membranes.
1: Lastly, we want to support our immune function through antioxidants. We'll start with the most obvious of them all, vitamin C. The best way to get vitamin C is through oranges, strawberries, spinach, kiwi, and grapefruit.
0: My favorite liposomal vitamin C supplement comes from Live On Labs. I also love Symbiotica's elderberry antiviral defense.
1: We know it can feel overwhelming. It can feel like too much information how do you keep track of every little thing you should and shouldn't eat how do you stay on top of all the different routines and lifestyle choices and habits to stay healthy mentally physically and emotionally an encouraging thing to keep in mind when you do something good for yourself Even if it's only supposed to benefit you in one specific way, it's actually a chain reaction that's benefiting you in many other ways as well. For example, when we nourish our gut microbiome for immunity, we're also getting all the other benefits of a healthy gut biome. Remember, 95% of our body supply of serotonin, that feel-good hormone, is made in the gut. It's literal happiness.
0: The same goes for fitness. You might be getting that 45 minute walk in because you wanna lose weight, but you're also gonna breathe better. You're gonna move better. Chemical responses will cause your mood to be better. Your raised heart rate will boost all the systems in your body, including detoxification. And you're likely to get better sleep among other things. The bottom line is when we do good things for our body, our body does good things for us. The rewards are never isolated to a single facet of our health. If today's topic is resonating with you, we welcome you to bring your thoughts over to our Instagram account at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin,
1: And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one.
0: If you're enjoying your time with us here on Grateful Grains, we'd love it if you drop us a good review. You know we appreciate the support. And join us again tomorrow for day three of our week on immunity boosting.
1: Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today.